Hello there, I'm Hot Toddy. Before we start the Smoking Hot Toddcast this week, we want to share something that is truly, truly amazing with you. For those of you who don't know, this past April, we saw the 151st anniversary of the death of President Abraham Lincoln, a tragic day in America's history. We know the story of what happened on that sad April night in 1865 when John Wilkes Booth assassinated one of the greatest presidents that this country's ever known. But the voices of those who had eyewitness accounts have long been silenced. And all we have is what's written down, portraits, and really just simple estimation of what happened that night and the sad day to follow. Until now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have unearthed something that is absolutely astounding. Even the Library of Congress is not aware of what we have found. It's been a recent development, and it's absolutely incredible, this piece of history that we've found. It is without a doubt the very first voice recording ever made in world history. And wouldn't you know it, the first voice recording ever done was a news report that took place on April 14, 1865, the night that Lincoln was assassinated. And the reporter who was on the scene that night doing this news report is the great, 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 great grandfather of our very own Ollie. So now sit back and enjoy this amazing piece of history that has just recently been unearthed. Here is the one and only voice-recorded report on Abraham Lincoln's death. We bring you the Oliver Report. Let me just chime in here. Of course, there were no radio stations back then, so Ollie's great-great-great-grandfather did not scream out, Station, he screamed out, Telegraph Office. All right, back to the news. Uh, yes, thank you, Mr. Oliver. Please tell us what happened this evening. President, got shot. Guy jumps off the stage. Runs away. Had a big mustache. Are you saying that the assailant wore a mustache? Biscuits. I'm going to chime in again. See, he, he did say biscuits back then, because, you know, because biscuits are has always been around, so... So you know that, that that happened, too. All right, back to the newsreel. Please tell us what is going on at this moment. I see a lot of people running around. They're screaming. They're running towards Ford's Theater. They're screaming, the president's been shot. The president's been shot. Biscuits. Yes, and what are they doing with the president at the moment? Don't know. Can't see. Everybody's dressed very nicely, though. But you know what? Seems like everybody dresses really nicely during this era. Ever notice that? Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Oliver, uh, please stay on topic. See, again, because, see, there was no hashtags back then, so he, it was like the telegraph, tap, 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 tap. All right. Well, has he been moved yet? No! Very well, then. Can you make your way inside the theater to see what's going on? I'm lost! I'm lost! I don't know where I am! Mr. Oliver, please calm down. They're outside of Ford's Theater. Now, Mr. Oliver, reports are coming in now that President Lincoln was not just the only target tonight. Reports are coming in that Secretary of State William Seward was also wounded tonight by an unknown assailant with a knife, and that Vice President Andrew Johnson was also targeted. However, he was not harmed. Do we know of any immediate groups that would cause this kind of devastation? My wagon won't go! My horse died! You ever go through that? This is crazy! I can't get my wagon to go! I have to go to the stable and get a new horse! Telegraph office! Nation on what is happening so that they can be aware and prepared for anything that may come in the near 
Oliver, on behalf of myself and the United States of America, please tell the world exactly what's going on right now at Ford Cedar on this grave night. What? I'm oh, sorry, we missed it! They just took Lincoln into a house! Well, wait, Mr. Oliver, does that mean you didn't catch this at all? No! Wait, can you get into the house? No, they've got it guarded off! No one's allowed inside! Especially the press! Biscuits! Send it on to hell, Oliver! How are we supposed to get this story now? I don't know, but there's a lot of people in top hats out here! It's really dimly lighted! Hey, when are we supposed to get that electricity thing that Ben Franklin found? Oh, for God's sakes, you stupid motherfucker! There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, certainly an, an amazing piece of history. That was the Oliver Report from April 14, 1865, the first known recording of, of any kind during that era and the first recorded news broadcast. Ollie, you must be so proud. Hashtag butt cheeks! I'll take that as a yes. And now, here is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello, and welcome once again to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and uh, we've got an, I mean... Do we ever have a bad show for you? No, we have the, we we have a great show for you this week. It's another fantastic one, and believe it or not, it is the third to last episode of season two of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Wrap your mind around that. We are almost finished with season two of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I, I I can't believe it. We have this week's episode. Then we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back with the final two episodes of this season. Then we'll we'll take a few months off, and then we'll come back with a brand new season. Season three will be going headfirst into it. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And uh, and if you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast, you're clearly listening to it from one of these places online. Up until now, uh, beginning in June of last year, up until just a couple of days ago. Uh, you were probably listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast through the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud, or if you're a fellow podcaster, you might be listening to it on Podomatic.com. But as of this week, the Smoking Hot Toddcast can now also be found on iTunes. That's right. I'm not sure if this is what Steve Jobs had in mind when he uh, made the iTunes store, but regardless, uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast is now on iTunes, so you can go listen to it for free on iTunes, and absolutely free, you don't have to pay anything, but yes, go to the iTunes store, go to the podcast section, and just type in the Smoking Hot Toddcast, and we will just blast right in your face right there. That sounded dirty, but anyway, uh, we need some good news. We need some good news following all the chaotic, horrible news that has been going on this week, of course. I think you know what I'm talking about. The fact that Donald Trump is now officially the Republican nominee for president. Oh my God! You know, I mean, we all—I think we knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, really. But I, there was still that glimmer of hope that maybe he wouldn't get it. Of course, what was the alternatives? Ted Cruz, who is—I think—I think he's more conservative. And would be worse off than Donald Trump. I, I really, I really believe that. And then there's John Kasich, who really just was not making any steam whatsoever. So, you know, you really didn't have any good alternatives there. So, you know, there it is. Donald Trump is, is there, but uh, we still got Bernie. We still got Hillary. So, you know, let's let's just not talk about it. Let's just let's just enjoy this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. That's a prime example, though, of what this episode is about. This episode is called "I Just Don't." get it. And what that revolves around are just things that I, I don't understand. Things that confuse me or irritate and or irritate me to the point of no return. Some of the things that you'll hear are things that I legitimately can't understand. And then there's some things that are, I think are pretty easy and, and makes me wonder why other people aren't doing it. It's just as simple as that. So we're going to tackle these issues the best way we can. I'm just, I'm going to be venting for a little while. I'm just going to, I'm going to get these out there much like I did last week talking about turning 27 this week. I'm just talking about things that irritate the hell out of me and, uh, and see what we can make out of it just by doing, just by, just by talking about it. That's what we don't do enough around here. We just don't talk, you know? So we'll be doing that. And we've also got some uh, new funny stories for you. And Sheila returns this week. So we'll be talking with her a little later. And of course we have a brand spanking new Ollie Report. But let me just, let me just say this before we get into this. Uh, we recorded the Ollie Report before Ted Cruz and John Kasich drop out of the presidential race. 
And the Ollie Report this week has kind of revolved around them and Trump. So if you're listening to the Ollie Report and you think, well, this sounds outdated because they're not in the race anymore. We recorded this literally the day before they dropped out. So so don't get confused. I'm, I'm saying this now. Warning, FYI, uh, there there is some old news in this week's Ollie Report just because we recorded it before all the mayhem this week, okay? But anyway, all of that and more is coming your way on this week's episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Well, I think it comes as no surprise to anybody. We are living in very odd, strange, just flat-out weird times right now, you know? Donald Trump is now just a stone's throw away from becoming president of the United States, and, and everybody's up in arms about just weird things, about really weird issues. And as you know, of course, this week's episode is called I Just don't get it. And one of the things, one of the huge things right now that I just don't get is this whole bathroom issue. I'm of course I'm talking about the issue of can transgender people go into the bathroom that they identify with? Ergo, a man who believes he's a woman feels he should use the ladies' restroom and vice versa for a woman who feels that she's a man. And of course, you know, everybody's up in uh, everybody's up in arms about this. Most of the conservatives are saying that this is a horrible idea, uh, that, you know, it's just going to invite perverts to come into the bathroom and molest people and all this and that and the other thing. And I'm just like, what the hell? You know, what is, I just don't get this. Why, why is there such a thing right now in the world that we live in called bathroom issues? You know, uh, no, my version of bathroom issues is completely different from bathroom issues. Talk about citrusil or something, but we're, we're moving on here. The point I'm trying to make is I never thought I would live to see the day that I would hear the word bathroom issue as a national crisis, you know? It just, it's ridiculous. There are so many worse things in this world that we need to be discussing and trying to figure out solutions to, not trying to figure out who can go into whose bathroom. It's just ridiculous. My personal belief, this, and this is my personal belief, I believe anybody should go into the bathroom that they feel is right for them. There is a reason why transgender people are the way they are and feel the way they feel is because they were born incorrectly. You know, a boy may have been born, but deep down inside, they know they were supposed to be a girl. So that's what these people do. They make things right for themselves so that they can be happy. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's why I don't understand what's the big deal. They're not going to go in the bathroom to do anything to you. They don't give a shit about you. All they want to do is take a piss, just like the rest of us. So that's the point I'm trying to make. Let everybody use the bathroom that they need to use. If a transgender male wants to use the ladies' restroom, let him. Nothing's going to happen. And frankly, you know what? If you're worried about your kids going to the bathroom, there's a million things you could do. One, you could go in with them. My parents went with me to the bathroom until I was about almost, I think, almost nine or ten years old because they were worried, you know, but not of transgender people. I got a newsflash for you. Your children can get molested by people of the sex that the bathroom represents, okay? Shocking, I know, right? There's no such thing as pedophilia in this nation, is there? No, not at all. But that's what I'm trying to say. That's the point I'm trying to make here is that they wouldn't be any safer if you kept transgender people out of there. That's not helping or changing anything. There's always going to be perverts out there, and I have yet to hear of a situation that involved a transgender person. All these people want to do is, like I said, it's just like gay people. All that gay people want to do is get married. What's wrong with that? You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's none. It's no skin off your nose. It's no business of yours. If you don't want to marry, if you're a man, you don't want to marry a man, don't marry a man. It's as simple as that. Same goes for transgender people. All they want to do is their ablutions. The same ablutions that we have. They gotta let some stuff out. And if they feel more comfortable in the bathroom that they identify with, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. And again, bottom line, perverts are out there regardless. You're really never going to stop that. And I hate to break it to you, it's not transgender people, it's those who know who they are and know what they want. Disgusting. Can't believe we can't feel safe in our own bathrooms anymore. Those sickos trying to come into the bathrooms is not theirs. Means I have to sneak in here now, hoping I won't get hurt. I ain't gonna take it. I'm gonna come in here right now, see if there's any perverts trying to get me. You're in here. Surrender! Three stars. And behind door number one. Nobody. Nope, no one there. You perverts, 
sick, disgusting excuses for human beings. You better not be in here. Especially in door number three! Ah! What the hell are you doing? Why are you in here? I'm looking for proverbs. You sure are probably... Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well, I have some bad news if you're a dog lover and or owner. When you give your dog hugs, cuddles, or pet them in any way, they apparently hate that. In an article published earlier this month in Psychology Today, Dr. Stanley Corin says that dogs almost always exhibit cues of discomfort or stress when they're being hugged or embraced by humans. Now, of course, it's possible that your dog may be an exception to the rule, but generally speaking, Dr. Corin advises you, rather than smothering your dog with love, just show your appreciation with a little playtime or treat. Simple as that. Which sounds doable, but I mean, that really just kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a dog, you know? There's a reason why we call them our fur babies, right? But you know what really hurts? The dogs, they've been lying to us this whole time. Unforgivable. Hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, come here. Come here, I'm a good, I'm a Come here. Oh, my God, not this stuff, Just be careful with my head. God, I hate this. What is wrong with you? What, what goes through your head? The thing that it's okay to grab a creature's head and start stretching it out like that. What? Oh, God. That's not massaging. Leave my ears alone. Leave my ears alone, bitch. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm fine. No, yeah, rub my belly. Yeah. It's too bad dogs can't hear right. Because I really wanted my belly rub. Yeah, that's really nice. What the hell do I got to do to get this through your head? I got a headache now. What's wrong with you? Let me go. Level. Oh, good. You got it all out of your system? Fantastic. DJ Poor smoking Hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say it. Don't say it some way cool, like, dude, you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm, that's not quite the way I said it. All right, Poor, just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it. The smoking hot guy poopy. I quit. This just flat out irritates me, and and again, it's just something I don't get. Why does the card machine at convenience stores or you know Walmart, Target, or places like this, why does it ask you four million questions? And it's all very redundant questions that it probably should already know. Like, is this the correct amount? You tell me. That's why I swipe my card inside you so that you could tell me if it was the right amount or not. And debit or credit? You really can't figure out if my card's a debit card or a credit card? And really, does it even matter? It all comes from the same place! Now, I do understand things like like pin numbers and stuff like that, but why is it you have to hit the green button now? Hit the green button again. Hit the green button again. Hit the green button again. There's a certain convenience store. I will, re- it will remain, remain nameless, but it's very popular in, in the Knoxville area. You, you have to keep pushing the green button a million times. And it's like, why?! Why can't it just take my information the second I put it in? It's just ridiculous. And it just takes forever to do a transaction. And by the time you're done with it, you don't even want the damn thing that you bought. You know, it's just its just so irritating. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure there is a, a really good reason and a very safe reason why they do this. But it, it, you, you got to back me up on this. It's, it's extremely irritating. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I have to give so much information, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about... The process takes so long. You know, we, we live in the era of let's do this quickly. Let's get this done fast and, and move on. I feel like credit card machines or debit card machines, whichever, as new and a part of this generation as they are, they're really slow and extremely inquisitorial. All right, all ready to go. Just this candy bar and that'll be it. Gonna pay with the card. I'll slide it here. Credit or debit? Uh, debit, please. Pin number. All right. Is that the correct amount? Yes. Social security number. Okay. Date of birth. Alright. First name. Seriously? Fine. Last name. Okay. Zodiac sign. What? 
Mother's maiden name. But why do you need to know... Uh... Grandmother's first name. Oh, for God's sakes! Your pet's name. What? Blood from the enemy. But, uh... Okay. Come here. Gift from the servant. Okay. Ow! New phone. Who dis? Now that's not a part of it. You got five dollars. I'm paying with a card. What do you think? Now a second card. Oh, screw that. Now a second card. Ah, uh, fine. There. Keys. No. Phone. No. Pants. Okay. Your mom. Hey. My mom. Huh? Stick a fluoride. Very well. And your firstborn child. Fine. There's everything. For God's sakes, why does this process take so freaking long? There, that's all you need. Goodbye. Enjoy your candy bar. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello there, and welcome to The Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We're back with some more election 2016 news for you, in that the Republican Party is just months away from being no more. Let's face facts. We can no longer deny it. If you're a Republican, you're coming to terms with it. If you're a Democrat, you're already laying on the ground belly laughing. The Republican Party is just falling apart. And we wanted to get Ollie on the scene on that. So now from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., right outside the Capitol building, is our very own Ollie. Ollie, what's your take on all this? They've gone from Republicans to Republicans. Baskets! I don't think you've said anything more real in your life. Yes, that's really... About the truth, uh, they've really just fallen apart here over the last few weeks, and, and it's not getting any better. In fact, Ted Cruz's popularity among the Republicans is deteriorating faster and faster each day. Of course, this comes one week after his so-called alliance with John Kasich and announcing that Carly Fiorioriarni is going to be his running mate. Have you spoken with Senator Cruz about how he feels this is going? It's nice to be back in Washington. I see a lot of white buildings again. There's clouds in the sky. It's a bit dreary today. That's a Okay, well, that, that's uh, that's wonderful. Uh, but let, let's move on here. Uh, according to Gallup's daily tracking poll of 2016 presidential candidates, favorable and unfavorable ratings show that Ted Cruz's ratio changes from an average of 51 to 38 at the end of the week ending April 22nd to 41 to 43 at the end of last week. Yet John Kasich is at 48 to 29, and Donald Trump, not surprisingly, 57-37. Has Senator Cruz's camp said anything about his deterioration? popularity. You can't say deteriorating very well, station! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Yes, I can't say that word uh, very fast, but 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 I think it's really weird, though, that you're able to say it, no problem. Let's not get into that. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Let's, let's move on here. But anyway, clearly, uh, without a doubt, Donald Trump now pretty much is going to be the Republican presidential nominee uh, for president. In fact, in a new telephone survey, Trump even goes up 2% points over Hillary Clinton. He gets 41 over Clinton's 39%. Have you contacted Donald Trump's camp at all and gotten their reaction on how well the business mogul has been doing, even getting ahead of Hillary Clinton in some polls? Look, man, I don't ever call them again. Every time I get around anybody who supports Donald Trump, I get the shit out of me. And the scary part is, is Donald Trump does have butt cheeks. For God's sakes, will you stop saying that stuff? Oh, God. Now, now, oh, you got me, oh, you got me thinking about that now. Oh, okay. Okay, let's just, uh, let's, let's just move on. Um, you know, Ted Cruz really is a joke at this point. I mean, I, I know we're reporters here and we shouldn't be biased, but let's face facts. You know, he makes Carly Firelane his uh, running mate, and then, you know, then at a big function, she trips and falls, and he does nothing. His wife tries to help for a second, and then goes back to smiling and waving. I mean, he's a douche. And now he thinks protesters should get spanked. Yeah, I bet he wants to spank him. Nice leather suit, zip up the eye as a mouth, and have him tell him he's been bad. Um... Is that his fantasy or your fantasy? Oh, 
Never mind, I'm fine now. Oh, for God's sakes, you're killing me today. And as I said earlier, it, it's pretty much clear that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee uh, for president. Have you asked him specifically how he thinks he'll be as the GOP nominee? You ever had Red Bull? Like Red Bull! Haircut station and my car still won't start. I've tried to get a battery. I went to see Thomas Jefferson. He didn't have a battery. Abraham Lincoln, he didn't have one. And there's still people walking around. Okay. So, in other words, you've not done any work once again. No! I'm done. I'm done. Uh, that That's it for me. Uh, you got anything else to add? Because we're, we're, we're out of here. Well, yes, Hot Toddy. Ted Cruz sucks, John Kasich sucks, Donald Trump sucks, Hillary Clinton sucks, but let's face facts. Those are our candidates, and we have to deal with it. Yes, Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. Most likely, Hillary Clinton will be the Democratic nominee. I just hope that the world still exists on November 9th, 2016. And then the day after January 20th, which is the inauguration. And in the words of President Obama, Ollie out, drops the mic. And then adding my own flavor, peace out, bitches. I think two drops of pee came out on that one. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to the Smoking Light Podcast. You know, I was getting gas the other day, and uh, you know, it, it's almost impossible now to find a gas station that doesn't have the TVs built into the gas pumps, you know? And I think that's awesome, you know? It gives you a little entertainment while you're pumping your gas, because, I mean, it used to be kind of a boring experience, you know? But I, I was watching it at this one particular gas station, and in the middle of the news reports and the uh, the weather reports and everything that it was giving, it said, thanks for making us the number one channel at your gas pump. And when I saw that and heard it, I just kind of just looked at the screen for a little bit and, and, and my mind started wondering, and this was just something I didn't get. How exactly do you become the number one gas pump channel? Can anybody explain that to me? I'm, I'm really confused by that. I didn't realize that there was a war uh, between gas pump channels. Is there like a CBS, NBC type situation going on in there? I mean, it just, it sounds ridiculous. But it makes me laugh, though, when I think about it, because it's like you see all these people in a boardroom or something like that, and it's like, all right, folks, the ratings are in. They're slipping. Not enough people are staring at us while they're pumping their gas. Studies have shown that 30% of people pick their ass, 20% pick their teeth, and 10% touches themselves. You know, it's like, <laughs> what What do you want? How exactly do you measure this? You know, I work in radio, and, and, my, and my degree is in broadcasting, and I never once learned about any kind of Arbitron or Nielsen rating system that measured gas pump TV channels. It just didn't make any, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, probably they were just embellishing themselves. They're probably just saying, you know, you know, you should watch us because we're awesome or something like that. But it's like, that's a bold statement, you know? I mean, you know, Michael Jackson called himself once the king of pop. And then that stuck. And then Howard Stern once called himself the king of all media. And that stuck. But I don't, I don't feel like you should try to make something like this stick. Because, no, first of all, nobody cares enough to think of you as the number one gas pump channel in the world. And second... How sad is that? You couldn't strive for a little bit more? You're telling me you couldn't break into real television? So the best you can do is television on a gas pump? I just don't get it, you know? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how you can be the number one channel at the gas pump. It just... It it gives me a headache, and it just and that really bothered me. And that's just that's just another thing I just don't get. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber. For having listened to it may god have mercy on your soul i've been following uh, you and your husband online and apparently he's doing all kinds of comic cons and stuff oh yeah I'm... we did um last weekend we did marble city yeah. and do you know who manu Medin is no i don't think do you so. know who deathstroke is off the cw show arrow okay yeah i know yeah. who that is yeah um well we got a party with him which mm-hmm. is pretty cool wow. okay. um he had a purple rain drink or two, or three, or four. <laughs> or maybe um, nine, whatever. Yeah, well, you know, we... we uh, However many uh, it is. Yeah. All I can tell you is he didn't show up until, like, 2 o'clock the next day when he was supposed to be there at Holy 11. Holy cow. But, and I drank water. Right. Because you know me, I'm a square. Uh, yeah, right, you know. 
Um, yeah, somebody's got to be the somebody got to be the DD. I'm just saying, you know. But uh, he bought an original piece from Kevin. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And then we also got a party with Todd. I don't know his last name. I call him Lasagna. <laughs> um, <laughs> Todd Lasagna. Yes, he was. He was in Vampire Diaries. Okay. This last season as Julian. Mm-hmm. Um, so he couldn't were... answer my Vampire Diary originals question. Really. I went up to him, I asked him, I was like, dude. First of all, I told him I, I love to hate him because I really did hate his character. Right. Uh, but he was a villain, so he understood why. Right, I hated yeah, of course, him. yeah. Um, really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I also got to meet, and I'm going to butcher his name. This was the coolest guy or celebrity at the con. Mm-hmm. It was Justin Cuxalani Lane. Oh, uh, no, you're going to have yeah. to just type it out on the Facebook for us. Uh, right, okay. Justin. Uh, I, I, I just call him Justin K. Justin but K, all right. He was on. Um, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and on um, the Netflix series Bloodline. Okay. The nicest person in the world. Really? Yeah, like, okay, so you've done cons, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know how some of these, these celebrities are just sort of like, give me your money and get on. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he was so awesome and so humble and so gracious. Mm-hmm. And, like, he invited us for dinner after the con. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then the coolest part is, like, we get home, mm-hmm. and um, my husband has a friend request from him. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to be your friend. Wow. Like, man. My hubby got new BFF. I'm telling you what. Well, I mean, yeah, and he deserves it, man. I, I didn't know what how talented he was until I started seeing stuff uh, pop up on my Facebook feed and everything. Yeah. Like I mean, he was... He's incredible, and then like like right after he died, he did that Prince piece where he's like the two face thing. Uh, that yeah, was that was my favorite from the Bat Dance. That was my favorite uh, that he did. That's the original that Manu Bennett bought. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was that was. We my still have favorite. copies, but mm-hmm. and we kept the rights to the image. But right. We bought the original. Uh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that seems like a lot of fun. It seems like y'all been uh, kind of going. It was where was the Marble City one? Is it here? No. Yes, it, okay. it's here, but it was in the Expo Center, and then we actually. Um, Signed up for Fanboy. Oh, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> see, we we always make a trip to Fanboy. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like, yeah, stop by the table and say hello. We will. We definitely uh, will. This year they have, I think their headliners, William Shatner. Yeah, I, I think he even. No, I think this is the first time. I thought he was here in October, but he wasn't. This is he was. This is his first appearance. This is in June. Oh, is Fanboy in October too? Yeah, it's June and October. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, twice. Yeah, twice a year you get it twice. So I'm I'm on the Bloodline of Wikipedia page. Now, who okay. am I looking for? What's his name? Justin Kukulani. Justin. <laughs> K- I, it's gonna be season two is when he's on it. Okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> first of all, you said John. Uh, no, you said Todd Lasagna, not not. Yeah, jog, Todd Lasagna. Not John John Leguizamo. Okay. No, can, I can, can say pronounce, that name. Uh, yeah, you can pronounce that. Okay. Oh, now Todd A. Not Todd A. Kessler. Now that wouldn't be. Yeah, that would be easy to. Pronounce. Well, I can't no, find the Todd it. Lasagna was from Vampire Diaries. That's right. Yes. Do you know how to spell his last name? John Kazaz. Um, I think it's a K U C. Okay. See, I'm already K U C. I type John John K and John Kasich. Uh, no, I have to actually type it off of his card. Okay. Because he gave us his phone number. Oh, Kasulane. Uh, Kasulane? Maybe. Oh, my goodness. I think you figured out my thing. Uh-huh. I should have asked him. I should have been like, dude. Right. How do I say this? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just going to be real with you. I don't know how to pronounce your freaking name. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Justin Kasulane. Kasulane? Yeah, that's him. It's beefcake. Look at that right there. Look at that. Yeah, he looks mm-hmm. like a Viking. He but, does. like nicest person ever really seriously like mm-hmm. just just and genuine right you know? he yeah. wasn't like oh get away from my booth mm-hmm. um he actually talked to people until they were ready to leave right which to to todd lasagna's favor he did the same <laughs> thing manu bennett was sort of like i've got to get through all of you right, right. um but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was an interesting weekend it was fun i can it imagine the first one we've ever done right right um and then we got home. We we're like, you know, maybe we could try fanboy. Fanboy, I think that's yeah, it's supposed to be bigger. It's bigger, and yeah, you'll you'll get a mass crowd there for mm-hmm. that. And you're like three days worth of stuff too. Yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy. And um, hopefully, the only thing I don't understand mm-hmm. is uh, people's spending habits. Yeah. Okay. Because they're getting an eleven by seventeen print. Uh huh. 
And our prices weren't like exuberant. It was like one for 10 or two for 15. Right, right. Which is honestly a pretty that's good a, deal for an original good, that's artwork. That's a good price, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because this isn't something that's mass produced, it's something mm-hmm. local. And people are like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, dude, okay, break it down. That's like two drinks at a bar. Yeah, exactly. And that's you'll go nothing. out, you'll drink like eight drinks. Mm hmm. And you have your tab, and you're just like, oh, man, here's $50 of my life. That, and then you pee it out an hour later. <laughs> you don't pee out art. <laughs> yeah, you don't pee out. It's there forever. That's right. You have that. And it's just like, I guess people are just redunctiously cheap. They, they are. But you'll be surprised at Fanboy. It's a different story. People will spend their life savings on stuff. Well, see, that. yeah, that's the thing, though. The vendors, mm-hmm. the vendors always make bank. Yeah. They come in with their toys. And, yeah, exactly. And yeah. whatever. Like, um, I'm in awe when I go to Fanboy of, of, like, some of the classic stuff from my childhood that's there. I was really proud of myself. I did not, I spent a little bit of money, but not a lot. Not a lot? Good. I had yeah. to get Adrian a little Lego toy. Of course, you know. Um, you know, because thank you for... Like, the whole weekend he was with his mamie, but he's on best behavior. So right. Oh, good. And then I bought myself a shirt from the adoption agency here in uh, Knoxville that works with foster parents, mm-hmm. like, after a child's been introduced into a home. Right. And it, it was a Dobby shirt, but it's really? for a good cause. Nice. So. I like that. That's, that's and that fun. was it. The rest of it, I was like, I just got to look away. Yeah, look away. exactly. I mean, you just kind of have to keep your head down the whole time. Yeah, you'll just start these things. buying yeah. everything in the world. Exactly. Like, I mean, I just really just kind of have to be like... You don't need it. You you ha- you need food and you have bills. Please <laughs> don't go to that table. Electricity is important. Electricity is important. However, a Batman poster could uh, outrank that. Who is sh- who's your water person? Hmm? Who's your water person? My water person. Bills made me think of. This. Oh oh, the, my water bill. Uh, well, my complex is incorporated with somebody in Georgia called One Point Technologies. Yeah. Okay. So you get Georgia water. Oh, yeah. For some I reason. have Northeast Knox Utility. Mm-hmm. And every time you get the bill, it's like, here's your due date, April 28th. Shut off date, May 3rd. Yeah. I'm like, you all ain't playing. That's like no grace period. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. See, my people are still nice enough to be like, this is a due date. But, you know, if you get it in a couple of days, it's okay. But, yeah, that that's like severe. Yeah. I'm like, dude. That ain't like, playing. Like, they're, like water's a necessity. Mm-hmm. You should let people get like a month behind on I know, it right? freak out on them. Especially people out in East Knoxville. You know, that's I know. Be, that's, <laughs> like the, that's what I was thinking. I was right. like, dude. That's, that should be. So st- many people in East Knoxville don't have water. Right. West West <laughs> Knoxville should have that strict a code. Not yeah, you all. Like, not you all. Like, wow. That's crazy. I always started, like, and it's always in red. It's like, we're going to cut off your water. I'm like, why do you all threaten that so much? I always pay my bill on time. Right, right. It's, it's like, like yeah. now, now it's just sort of, like, disgusting to me. I'm like, you all are hurtful. Right. Like, what have I done to you to make you like this? Or who, yeah. did, what, who did what to you to make you like this? <laughs> How many people didn't pay their water exactly. bills? Exactly. Ollie smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the smoking Hot Toddcast. Show. Podcast. Station. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smokin'... Ollie Report! No, that's not... Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it! Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd... Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! You know, one of the biggest issues that is facing America these days is police brutality. Are police officers overusing their powers, or are they doing the right thing? It's hard to say exactly, and, th- and that's a really hard debate for me to get into because I absolutely see both sides. I think there are dirty cops out there that overuse their power, overstep the boundaries and make life miserable for people. But I have been around police officers my whole life because I have police in my family, and uh, there's a lot of good people out there, a lot of nice, caring people with families and and who are not out there to, to make trouble and to make more trouble for people. They're just trying to protect and serve. But, I mean, without a doubt, I think we all can agree, and including me, that police tend to get on our nerves a lot of the time, you know? Especially when you get pulled over, right? But I have seen so many videos here in the, in like in the last year or so of people freaking out when a police officer pulls them over. Like a police officer, I, I don't even remember what the video was about. It was a police officer pulled over a trucker, and the trucker started videoing him. I, I don't even remember what it was, but, you know, they just start the, they just start the whole thing off wrong, you know? This can be a very easy, simple transaction, but it really is up to the person who gets pulled over to make it 
a good thing, you know? I mean, yes, a police officer may walk up to your window and act like a douche. Well, they get paid to be douchebags, you know? That's a, that's what they're trying to do. They're pissed. They're like they're like your parent. They're pissed that you were speeding on their road. So they're a little bit temperamental with you. Or they can walk up and be a wonderful person. But because of your attitude and the fact that you got pulled over, you make it bad. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like police know what to expect when they pull someone over and the person knows what exactly what they're going to do when the police come up to them. Most of the time, people are assholes themselves and just make the whole thing worse than what it really has to be. And that's just something I don't get. Why do you do that? You can make this a very simple and easy thing, but you act like an idiot and of course things are going to go wrong. Of course the police officer is going to treat you like crap. And you might even get arrested. Who knows if you're that stupid. So my advice is, hey, you know what? Why don't you just comply with the police officer? Just admit you were wrong. Admit you did something wrong. Maybe you don't think you're wrong. And maybe you're not wrong. But if you just, you know, work with him, he'll work with you. That's as, that's all it is. It's as simple as that. Be nice to him. He'll be nice to you. Stop making things so difficult. Just do the right thing. Oh, shoot. Damn it. Now let me pull over. Hey, um, you have any idea why I pulled you over? Uh, yes, officer. I, I was speeding. Indeed. Doing 75 and a 45. You know that's illegal, don't you? Uh, yes, officer. I I'm very sorry. Sorry don't always cut mustard. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to write you a ticket. I understand. I, I, I screwed up big time. This was my fault. This wasn't anybody else's fault. I wasn't in a hurry or anything like that. I was just driving fast and I got caught. But it's my bad and I and I completely deserve the ticket and I, I will take it. Well, come again? Well, I, I know I was I was speeding, officer, and and, and I was doing wrong and, and I deserve the ticket, so I'm 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 just agreeing with you. What the hell are you? I'm sorry? Nobody ever agrees with us. I don't... I don't... I don't really know what to do right now. Well, officer, you were writing out a ticket for me, and like I say, I completely understand, and I will take it, and I will pay for it. Okay, 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 stop, stop! Stop, I, I can't, I can't take all this. I can't, I can't function, I can't concentrate. Hold on. So what you're saying is, is you have no problem taking the ticket? Yes, sir. Sweet Jesus. Um, well, um, son, I've never experienced this before. I, I, uh, um, I tell you what, why don't we just forget it? Just, just, let's just forget all about it. And, uh, you know what, maybe we should hang out sometime. Uh, well, sure. Uh, here's my business card. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy, I, I like that name. That, that's, a, that's a catchy name, yeah. Yeah. The nice guy, hot tidy, yeah. No, I like that. Well, well, thank you, sir. Are you sure you're not going to give me a ticket? No, hell no. Get on out of here. I'll call you later. I Dan. And the words of Ice Cube, today was a good day. Smoking hot podcast. <laughs> Well, this is an exhausting story, I think, from Rochester, New York. Get this, a 12-year-old girl wound up running 10 extra miles after she got into the wrong road race. Apparently, she'd registered for the 5K race, which was part of last Sunday's Rochester Regional Health Flower City Challenge, and she thought she was arriving late because the marathoners had already started, and she just kind of fell in line with them, but as it turns out, she had joined up with the half marathoners on the 13.1 mile course, and not the 5K, which was just 3.1. She says she realized it about halfway through, but she decided to finish anyway, and she completed the half marathon in two hours 43 minutes and 31 seconds. So really, in the end, looks good on her. Showing exactly what she was made of and that she could actually handle the half marathon. So props to her, because you know what? I couldn't even handle the 5K, let alone the half marathon. But it's like I said at the top, that is one exhausting mistake, without a doubt. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. 
All right, Mr. Wells, just say this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smoking Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smoking Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! You know, I can't watch horror movies. I just can't. And it's not because, you know, I get creeped out or, you know, get scared about movies. They just, they just piss me off, you know? And the reason why is because the victims in those movies are probably the dumbest people in the world. They, they are. They allow themselves to get killed. And frankly, you're rooting for them to get killed because they're so stupid. You know what I mean? You know, was it last... I think it was last Halloween, Halloween 2014, Geico did the commercial with the teenagers trying to figure out a way to run away from the chainsaw murderer. And there's all these fantastic options that includes a running car. But what do they do? They run into the barn where there's at least 50 chainsaws hanging from the ceiling. They hide behind them and lo and behold, the murderer is right behind them, you know? And that's just how stupid the victims are in these movies. That's my point. They just they just don't think. And the dumbest of the victims are people that just stand there or, or you know, back into a wall as the murderer is getting closer to them. They just let the person do it. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hot toddy, come on. In, the, in this scenario, it's supposed to be that they're trapped and that they can't leave and that that's how they're going to die. Yeah, but you know what? There's still one more idea that they could put into use just to see if it'll work. And I'm pretty sure it will. Tell the murderer you want to die. Tell the murderer to murder you. Tell him, oh, thank God you're here. I Put me out of my misery. I hate my life. I want to die. So kill me already. And you might be surprised at what the murderer's reaction would be. I don't think you'd be like, oh, all right, I'll do it. Because you just took the fun out of killing. Think about Michael Myers or, or Jason, you know? They're madmen. They're crazy people. And they murder for fun. They murder for sport. They murder anybody who's in their path. But if you were to actually stand in front of him and said, oh, for God's sake, please just kill me because I hate my life. I hate everything in it. You're the man. I'm so glad you've come along. Destroy me now. They probably would just lose interest and turn around and walk away. And I guess maybe that's why they don't use this idea in uh, in horror films because it really is too much of a smart idea. I think so anyway. I think it would really work. But I just don't get it. You know, I just don't get why victims in these movies aren't a little bit smarter. And if they were, things might just turn around for them. from the person and, and well you're not doing that well no i want you to do it so for god's sakes get it over with come on you completely made my day which will be my last i i don't i just i just can't would you just do it for god's sakes you're a murderer for crying out loud that's why you came here so do your job it's just like that kim davis thing you're a meme you know that Take Michael Myers, for example. Slaughtered thousands of people. Destroyed thousands of lives. Still did his job. Station! So get on it! I... I just... I... I think I need to go call my mother. I'm sorry. Ah. Pussy! You're listening to the Smokey Light Podcast. Whew, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. It's nothing like a good rant to finish out the day, you know? That's one of the reasons why I love the Smoking Hot Toddcast. It's a vehicle for my whining, you know? It, it really is. It's just a perfect place for it, and you enjoy it for some reason. And, 
Well, I thank you for doing so. But anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. We're going to take the next two weeks off. Usually we take three weeks, but we're taking only two weeks. We'll be back in the last week of May. That's May 26th with the second to last episode of season two of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And then the season finale will be the next week on June 2nd, where, spoiler alert, we'll be celebrating our first anniversary. That's right. The Smoking Hot Toddcast is almost exactly one year old. So we're going to be having a lot of fun that week. So two more episodes before the end of the season. Then we're going to take a break and then we'll be back with all new episodes in season three. And of course, remember, you can catch us not only on the Hot Toddy Mixcloud page and the Hot Toddy Podomatic.com page, but you can now listen to us on iTunes. So get to listening. That's all I'm saying. Of course, you're listening now, so well, so thank you for doing so. But but now you have another option. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, be sure and follow me on social media. That's Hot Toddy on Facebook, Periscope, and Vine at Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter and at Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram. You can also follow some of the cast members on Twitter. Uh, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and our announcer Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Until May 26th, this is Hot Toddy saying, I just don't get it. Thank you.